Welcome to The Center and the Saint. I'm Melissa Bell. And I'm Allison Kane. Happy New Year! Yay! Yay. Uh, <laughs> kind of feels like the same as yesterday. It does. <laughs> Man, where's that magical moment, like the time warp, where all of a sudden everything's rosy? I mean, I'm different. I know. I feel like we kind of lead um, into a new year, and we just think there's something magical about... Um, just turning the calendar year but really then it's just like the day before (laughs) unless you make specific disciplined you know changes or they call those um (laughs) resolutions (laughs) which i'm against (laughs) all right all right all right well let's we're gonna be happy though because um a new year is a fresh start I mean, technically, every day is a fresh start. Yeah. Every minute's a fresh start. I mean, really, every morning is, right? Yeah. Um, which is how we should look at things all throughout the year. But we but we don't. Um, and so we're going to kind of go into the worldly thing and be excited about this 2024 business. There's a lot that's going to happen in 2024. Yes. There's a lot of things I hope don't happen in 2024. There's that, too. Because the end of 2023, girl, had me. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it did, girl. I mean, yeah. Melissa got sucked into the vortex, literally. Um, I had a lot, thankfully, of opportunities to sit during the Advent season mm. and reflect on many things, which was wonderful. I hope y'all did, too. I especially had fun sitting in Ezekiel 34, 11 through 16, where it's talking about God, the master who he says, I myself am the shepherd. I'm going looking for them. And then he goes on about his, his flocks that have been scattered. And he's like, I'll rescue, gather, feed. I will lead them um, out of the mountains. I will go after the lost. I'll collect the strays. I just, I loved it. I mean, you should read it. And three different translations. Make that your homework. But I thought, as I sat in those, that there were some some different concepts, some new concepts that came to mind. And so I thought to start out the new year, we could talk about three things that we often say or the way we look at our relationship with the Lord and maybe our relationship to Christianity and flip it and think about it from a different viewpoint a new one a new perspective darling yes exactly i like it okay so it says that he is going looking for them which i loved um and i wrote what if we stop looking this year and we start seeing instead and that seems really nuanced right well, yeah, it's really, really bizarre. Because <laughs> I immediately thought, it's going to be hard to drive if we stop looking. <laughs> but you're right, because I, it's being aware. It's a sense of awareness. Yeah. And so we'll take it back to my PTSD. And I tell my kids, like, we'll go into a store. Mm-hmm. And I'm always, I see everything. I can tell you what color pants that person. If you make me uncomfortable, I know your stats, brother. Ooh, And out. so I tell my kids, what did you see? You know, did you notice anything? Was there anything that you paid attention to that made you feel uncomfortable, whatever? And so I think that's similar to what you're talking about right now. It is. I mean, not the PTSD, the uncomfortable part. (laughs) Right. Well, yeah. (laughs) 
since we're talking about God. But I was, I just started thinking and considering the difference between looking for something and seeing something. Mm. And when we're looking for something, it's very me, me, me. Like, it's my responsibility. I'm going to look for a birthday gift for my mom. Mm. You know, um, which her birthday is coming up soon, so I need to do that. But um, it requires a specific action. We're on a mission, and there's a, a purpose our own efforts and it can often lead to disappointment because if I go out looking for something and I don't find it, it's like, Oh man, girl, I am still trying to find a pair of short ankle black booties that I like. Well, I, it is hard to find boots. Actually. I've been struggling with that myself. So annoying. <laughs> I mean, actually I found a really great pair, but it was way yonder too expensive. Anyway, we digress. <laughs> oh, girl moment, squirrel moment. Um, so looking, Versus seeing. So if we go out, our the change in tone and vocabulary might be like, I was out today and I saw the most beautiful gift from my mom. Oh, yes. And think about how that changes. It involves a surprise. And it's not of our own effort either. Mm-hmm. It's just something that happened, spur of the moment, unexpected, probably has greater meaning to us. Yeah, because like you saw it and then it made you think of them, which made you smile, made you happy. Then you wanted to buy it for them versus, well, my kid wants this. <laughs> Let yeah. me go find this exact I'm going to go look for this. I've been to four stores. I'm really frustrated. And so in these moments of this new year, what if we stop just looking for God because he's already there? Yes. <laughs> and, being and instead we just start seeing him noticing him in all the places, in all the spaces, and the times in our life. And then I wrote this chart out in my journal. Of course you did. Of course I did. Type A. I know. I don't mean to. Sometimes little diagrams flow out of me as well. You know, I have a question. If you're not a type A, what type are you? Z. I'm a Z. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. That's really good. We'll have to look into that. Someone should message us. Is it like, are you type A, B, C, or D? Like, how many types are there? There's just type A for what I know. It's so true. I never hear anybody (laughs) talk about any other types unless you're a type A. That is so interesting. (laughs) I told you, my mind is everywhere today. That could be a podcast. Oh, boy. We could talk about that. I like it. Well, I started thinking about when we first began... um, you know, maybe our relationship with the Lord, we're looking for God, right? That's kind of a first step. Then you start finding God, knowing God, trusting God, leaning into God. And then there is the seeing and experiencing God. Mm. And so we just want to move from this looking for, I'm looking for him, I'm looking for him, which is also good, right? right? Because that creates the seeing, but at some point, the faith needs to be there, the trust that he, he is there. He's already there. Well, yeah, it's like, well, there he is. Now what are you going to do about it? Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> In true Melissa fashion. Exactly. <laughs> she summed it all up. <laughs> I love that. Oh, gosh. Well, any other words of wisdom on that one before I, I move on to the second one? I'm still trying to figure out what type I am. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have fun doing that homework. Yeah. Okay, so here's my other one. Talks about, in the in these verses in Ezekiel, it talks about him being the shepherd and going after his sheep. 
And so often we talk about in religious whatever. Circles. Circles. Uh, or squares. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that like We talk about our walk with the Lord. When we're, you know, our walk with the Lord. Our journey. Our journey. All the things. Which, again, makes it seem very separate. It's like looking and seeing. Um, we're, it's like we have to go look for him. We don't. He's already there. And this is the same. We have to walk to him. No, he's already there. What if, instead of walking, we think being held by God? Mm. Because when we're in step with him, mm-hmm. when he's holding us, we are so much closer to his heartbeat. Mm-hmm. and his desires. It's harder to jump out of the arms than just take a different path when you're walking separately. Right. And you know, when you're walking with a friend, or this is me, maybe this is type A, we go back to that. When I'm walking with a friend, if our strides aren't in, in sync, it feels a little off and I kind of fix my feet so we're walking in stride. Oh my gosh, you're stressing me out. <laughs> <laughs> Said the toilet paper up or down, girl. Yes, that's true. Um but I just thought, what if we what if we just look at it from a new perspective? And it's not about us keeping up or going after him or that fear of taking the wrong path, but it's being held by him. And he is he's there with us always. We're relying on his strength. We don't have to keep up. When we're in his arms, it's all on him. It just seems a little less exhausting, and I like it. Yes. Like, you don't have to go find where he is right now. You don't have to uh, figure out which path he has you on. Just be and allow him to speak to you that day, and then do or don't do. Be held by him. Yeah. All the strength. That's right. You don't even have to use your little legs <laughs> to walk, you know? And I mean metaphorically speaking. Right. I love that because I do think we get to this place where we feel like we're on this path. And if you hear the Christian circle saying, we're on a journey, we're on this walk with God. I don't know where you are on your walk with God. And I'm like, well, I didn't think about it, but now I got to think about it. Uh Uh-oh. Where am I supposed to be? And there's comparison that seeps mm -hmm, in. mm -hmm. Exhaustion. Yeah. Like you said, like, oh my gosh, I I don't know. I I don't know. It's not on us. That's the beauty of it. God doesn't require any of our effort. I mean, it's nice that we try, you know. Yes, that's right. (laughs) But also we wear ourselves out and he doesn't need us to do him. Right? He's going to save the world with or without us. Mm -hmm. He's going to transform hearts with or without us. Yes, it's nice that we do have the opportunities to share our story. And that is how um, people get people's lives change and how relationships are built. However, I don't think we have to... Make it that deep, as you like to say. It's just not that deep. It's just not that deep. Well, I agree. And that really goes into the third thing, this new way of looking at things for the year that I'm embracing. We always talk about returning to the Lord. Instead of that, I'd like for us to consider being found by Him. These verses talk about Him coming after us. And when we, you know, if I think about that it's my effort that I have to return to the Lord um, if I've stepped away or if something's going on. Again, it it feels like it's all on me, that I have to return to Him, that I have to get things cleaned up and, and figured out and 
take a shower and put on my good earrings and return to the Lord. I may not have the energy that day to even take a step. Mm-hmm. But the beauty is that God always comes to, he never gives up coming to find us. You know, it's like, all right. And then when he does, he's not angry and he's not giving us a lecture. He's just scooping us up in his arms once again, if we allow him to hold us. And he's not in a hurry to just get us back and throw us back in the pen. Like, all right, sheep number 55. Yeah. All right. Finally, I got you back. Let me rush you on back to the pen because I got to go after number 78 now. They've decided to hit the road and (laughs) jump out of the fence and take the wrong path. Like, it's not like that. He's just always seeking us and he meets us where we are, whatever that looks like. I immediately was thinking about when you see on the news where a small child has wandered off into the woods. Mm -hmm. And so what happens? Search teams are panicking. And I mean, the parents are relentlessly seeking. Everyone's seeking to find this child. And when they get to the child, they're not like, oh, she's kind of dirty. Right. Uh, Let's get her cleaned up and then we'll, you know, hold her. Yeah, then we'll (laughs) hug her neck. (laughs) Right. It is that frantic search because we are God's children. Hmm. And so I just think about that. And, you know, when I remember when my kids were little and they would run off. And so you, I would try to give them a little bit of freedom and let them wander 10 steps ahead. But I'm right there. I know everywhere, everywhere they are all the time, right? right? And so I think about God is with us just like that. He's letting us go ahead. Absolutely. Because he's not a He's dictator. not forceful. Right. right. And so he's just watching us and going, mm, that elevator doesn't go anywhere good, but I'll meet you down there. I'll be on the elevator with you. That's right. Even if you're not seeing me in yeah. the moment, you know, I'm right here waiting for you. I'm not going to scoop you up and hold you outside of your will. But if you allow me to hold you, yeah. I will hold you and carry you. Yeah. That's the difference between a cat and a puppy, right? Yeah. <laughs> Think about when you pick up oh a cat. Gosh. They're like, scratch Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Yes. He doesn't want to pick up a cat. Yeah. A feral cat. I'm yeah, good. No. Nobody does. Right. Even Jesus. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry, cat people. Oh, I'm sure if Jesus can calm the storms, he can calm the feral cat. But we're just, you know, you get what we're saying here. I just, I feel as if we often get stuck in these things that we say. They become cliche. They become rote because we've heard them especially me growing up in the church. These are just little things. And and nobody means, you know, they're, they're not meaning to do this in a bad way, to create, make God seem distance by making it seem like we've got to do all the walking. We've got to do the returning. We've got to do the looking. They're not making it mm-hmm. that way on purpose. It wasn't their intention. But when all those things come together, it, it looks like that. It looks like it's all on me. And God's elusive and he's like playing hide and seek. Yes. He's really not. When really he's he's not. We can see him. He is with us. If we're paying attention, he will hold us. He will carry us. And he's always seeking us, coming that, after us. That just reminds me of the verse that my dad loves. And it is, be still. Mm. And know that I am God. Mm-hmm. And that kind of sums up everything you're talking about. Just, it does. 
I mean, my dad hasn't figured that out yet. In fact, he's kind of angry that he has to be still right now, um, which I think is ironic. But um, <laughs> <laughs> you be, you know, being still and knowing that God is with you and holding you. Be still and know that God loves you just as you are, even if you just screwed up five minutes ago. Mm. Right? Yes. Well, it it took me back um, to the Ezekiel really flowed into Luke, um, Luke 1, 45 through 55-ish, some, somewhere around in there. Um, and it's Mary talking. And it's about, you know, that she's just bursting with this God news about she's going to be the mother of God's, of God's child. And she says... I'm the most fortunate woman on earth. What God has done for me will not be forgotten. And those verses kind of bookended for me these thoughts that came to me in Ezekiel. Mm. We are, each of us listening, are the most fortunate people on earth. Mm -hmm. I don't think we look at it that way often. Um, because we can so easily just look at the surface and the world and our and our current circumstances. But to have a God mm-hmm. who is always with us, willing to carry us always and search after us no matter where we go, that is pretty fortunate. Yeah, but you know, the key is we do have to do one thing. Mm. We have to acknowledge. Exactly. We have to allow. We have to (laughs) open our lives and our hands to him. And sometimes that's harder than, quote unquote, running after him. If I can say, I'm running after God. Look at my Bible study on Wednesday mornings from 9 to 10. Running, 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 running the race. Oh, and then I'm volunteering on Sunday mornings. Look at me running. Mm -hmm. Just stop for a minute, girl. (laughs) That it, girl, keep going. That is fire. Yes, it's so true. We have to be willing. (laughs) Again, he doesn't force us, but that comes from being in his word and trusting him Mm -hmm. and knowing what he says is true and that he is actually doing these things. You're not going to fall backwards in the trust fall if it's a stranger, right, that you've never met um, as willingly or if there's no one there. But if you trust that he is, it's so much easier to rely on him and to know that he is. Mm -hmm. Yes, but stop running. Stop trying to return. Stop trying to go look and just embrace and be with the Lord. I love that. Be still and know that I am God. Mm -hmm. Try it this year. These are all new, new thoughts, new approaches to our ways of thinking and old Christian cliches. Just a thought. Just meanderings and quiet time with the Lord. But these are the things that help us grow. These are the things that we need to consider. We need, Jesus was Mm countercultural. He flipped everything on its head when he was here on this earth. And we need to do that with these things that come up in our daily lives, the things that we've always said, that we've always done. Turn over a new leaf. And give it a new thought and look at it from a different perspective. I love it. I think that was a great little lesson for all of us in January 2024. There you go. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We're going to be happier next week. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) 
Thanks for joining us this week on The Center in the Saint.